Hello, and welcome to Midnight Coffee Hour, the weekly show about anything and everything. Two guys, Tanner and Brian. We're out here searching the web, searching for topics. This is Midnight Midnight Coffee Coffee Hour. What's up, guys? Welcome to Midnight Coffee Hour, episode 13. Number 13. We're halfway to... Well, we're semi-halfway to 26. Yeah, there we go. 26, you know. Get more and more people listening. Yep. You know, uh, number 10 is still, you know, it's getting up there. Who is? Number 10. Yeah. Uh, What was that one on? I was possessed one. I was possessed. possessed Tanner was possessed. Um, True fucking story. It's good shit. If you didn't listen to it, it's worth listening to. It's probably one of our... (laughs) Better of the group. Um, speaking of which, we are trying to get some more some more views. Once we hit a thousand, yes, we're very close to. We're gonna um, try to get sponsored by uh, Seat Geek. Seat Geek. What's two thousand? Two thousand would be so Squarespace. What's Blue Apron need? Thirty four hundred. That's specific. Uh, not thirty five, not three thousand. Thirty four hundred. I don't know why. It's, you know, you put your promo code in, which they'll give us a pretty cool promo code. They'll probably like coffee or midnight or something. Oh, Same yeah. with Seed Geek and all that shit. We will make shit cheaper for you. Uh, and we'll make some money off. Do some research. If we are sponsored by Seed Geek, we can get you 10% off any tickets that you go, which that's you know, baseball, football, soccer, hockey, concerts, plays, you name it, you can get tickets to on Seed Geek. So basically, right now, we're just giving them some free advertising. So shout out to Seed Geek, basically. Oh, yeah. So right now, uh, this week, I think it was this week we saw that Elon Musk yesterday. The new news found out this yesterday. Uh, it was earlier this week that he posted it. Um, that Elon Musk is trying to get a worldwide free Wi-Fi. That was our the world. yeah. He was our last uh, podcast, but things have happened since then. Dude, like I said, I'm full of <laughs> for Elon Musk, dude. I love the dude. It's fucking ridiculous. He's changing this generation. He's changing how things work. I, I guarantee he's gonna take over NASA in the next five ten years. It's nuts, man. He's done everything in just about every direction. Um, so what, what was the new news? New news? Yes. For What did we just find out? That he's oh, trying to get honors. free Wi-Fi worldwide. Free, the, fast internet the for everybody. The entire world. You're in the middle of the Pacific or Atlantic Ocean. You want some uh, some YouTube? You know, you're feeling lonely? You need, you need some internet? There you go. On top of a fucking mountain. Okay. You have no service. Yeah. You have no internet. You, you get to Tinder. You want to check some messages. You want to post some updates. Exactly. You, you go. got YouTube. You want to hear "Ain't No Mountain High" because you're on top of the mountain. <laughs> Boop right there. Plays for you. Forty thousand low orbit satellites is what he plans to uh, send out to space in what, like the next ten years, something like that. Next five years. Next five years. So by 2023, <laughs> we're gonna have yeah, free everywhere. internet. That's just ridiculous. That'll be great. So just as the the internet as we know it dies, we're going to have a brand new internet. It's now, ridiculous. some people are saying that, you know, it can't be 100% free because, you know, our tax money will probably have to Dude, pay he's got it. money everywhere else. He does. I think he is just, I mean, he is freaking trying to get in that history book. And he doesn't want to be just another name like Einstein, man. He's, he's already, already surpassed there. Einstein. He wants to be, you know, font, si- Tesla. font size 200, bold, italicized, extra bold. He wants to be bigger than Jesus, let's put it that way. 
freaking crazy. There's gonna be books written on this guy. If there's, there already are books probably written on this guy. This dude is, again, fucking amazing. I, excuse my French, but that's the only way I can put it into words. It's nuts. He, uh... <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like, how, how does he have the time for all this? Um, you know, where does he... He's a multi-billionaire. Um, Still, I mean... He doesn't he, have to answer to anybody. You're right. He's probably just hiring everybody, but that's a lot of... A lot of ground to cover and not a whole lot of life to cover it all, but he's he's knocking it out in every every direction. Because uh, he's brilliant. He's, uh, he's going to send humans to Mars. Guarantee it. He's probably going to go to Mars. Very smart guy. He's not going to be like, oh, I'm going to send people. I'm going to go. So I'm going, asshole. So, um, changing directions real quick. The, uh, the Roadster, the Tesla Roadster that he sent out recently, where did that – I think it's off track, right? They said – it's, so it's not the, going to Mars. It's gonna. Actually, they said in about the next ten years it will crash into Mars, <laughs> because right now it's on the other. Mars is like here. Okay, I'm trying to draw a picture for you. Take the sun. We are on the right, and Mars is on the left. Right now, the Tesla's over here on the right with us, and with the gravitational pull around the sun, they will meet up the next five years and it'll just crash into each other. That's nuts. So, he's so how are we gonna, how are we gonna know when it hits? Is it? I mean, does he have a camera set up on the Tesla, you know, hood? They do. <laughs> they do, but it's like out of range right now. So maybe uh, in the next five years, when we're sending satellite images or whatever to us, that there's gonna be an alien inside of it, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> there's gonna be an alien hitchhiker, like, hey, can I can I get a ride? I'm going to Mars. Sweet. Tesla. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> cool that be though? Yeah. Like, I wonder if he'll make it in Uber. <laughs> charge the Intergalactic alien. Uber. Yeah, charge the uh, charge the Martians to get back to their home. Like, hey, it'll be uh, be twenty five Mars coins. Dude. I need Mars bars. Stat. <laughs> send them to send, send them to Mars. I also heard. Uh, what did I hear? I can't remember who I heard it from, but if the Tesla were to break the gravitational pull and hit Earth again, if it lands in your house, Elon Musk will give you ten million dollars. Dude, crash in my place, please. <laughs> <laughs> talking about, it, talking about the car. car. The car crashed at my place. Dude, that would... If a car randomly, which will probably be the size of this table whenever it hits, that hits your house, what's going to be your first thought? Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Hopefully it doesn't land on me. Hopefully it lands like right in the middle of my living room. <laughs> Just parks. You're going to come back to your living room like, what the fuck? Huh? Okay, you want to... Uh... Can I get you something? <laughs> I hope that I hope that when it crashes, or if it crashes into the house, or wherever it crashes, that the uh, the little dummy Martian or the dummy astronaut is is intact still too. It's not a dummy, dude. It's a real body. It's not a real. Oh, it has the to conspiracy. Be a real body. The conspiracy about ditching ditching the evidence, eh? Uh, yeah. Somebody's had to piss him off. Somebody's had to piss him off enough to where he was like, you know, what? I'm gonna kill you. I mean, I'm gonna send you to space. He's Elon Musk, so I'm sure he's got some enemies. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, probably. Somebody's trying to steal something from him, or you know he's. Someone may have tried to steal something from. He's tries. Anyway, yeah, he's got a lot of stuff going on. So you think that maybe uh, there was somebody else who traveled back in time that he went ahead and offed? Yeah. What uh, is Jimmy? uh, (coughs) Jimmy Hoffa. I'm like that. Oh, the guy in all the photos. Yeah. What if it's Jimmy Hoffa? Those. One, I think it's gangster that completely disappeared. Yeah. They thought he was in the Meadowlands, John Stadium, uh, a few other places. What if that's Jimmy Hoffa? What that's, if he that, back that's his time. competition? Yeah, he's like, what if he's he like, went back in time, grabbed him, put him in the suit, now he's up in space. Nobody knows. 
Welcome to the future slash the current, man. Welcome uh, to the future, bitch. Trying to get you now. Elon Musk was a little step ahead of that guy. Went ahead and inducted him off them. And sent a little. Mars. But hey, so even if the Mars car crashes into my place and I get $10 million, hopefully I'll uh, be able to cook up this dead body yet. Pretty nice meal. Why would you want to eat the body? No, not eat him. Cook him a meal. Be like, hey, man, I appreciate you. He's already dead. I mean, but would you, uh... What would you do, man, if somebody who, you know, time traveled and has been to Mars and back or whatnot crashes into your place? You're just going to say, hey, fucking you're dead. I mean, I would take some photos, some selfies, you know, get a little fancy. Uh, like, hey, I got a free Tesla and $10 million. You wouldn't have a free Tesla. Be a right the Tesla would be destroyed on impact. Probably sell parts. 30K. Plus 10 mil. Uh, no. Probably sell for a lot more because it's been to outer space. It's got space dust on it. It's true. That shit. So you can sell for even more. That stuff sells. And it was Elon Musk's. Musk's. Right. His personal car. He's like, you know what? Fuck it. He has so much money. He's like, I don't want this one. I screwed up. You know what I love about the whole Tesla flying around in space? It's like, why the hell not? Uh, yeah. That's why he did it. (laughs) People have asked him, like, they're like, hey, why'd you send this, this Tesla Roadster into space? And they're like, well... I didn't really have a reason for it. Wouldn't uh, you do it? If you I had mean, the money. Why not? Yeah. If you had the means, wouldn't you do it? I created the car. I created this uh, rocket that's 40 stories high. Why not send it out there and be the first intergalactic traveling uh, vehicle? You know? Why not be that guy? Um, yeah. Fucking awesome. Hey, uh, so we haven't even told you what our topic tonight is just yet. We, we, we are at a work party for myself and... Uh, one of the one of the cool cats is here. His name's Cameron. Uh, he works at the Living Canvas Tattoo Shop. He knows a lot about tattoos. He knows a lot about comics and such. Um, and uh, in a second, I will go fetch him, and we will we'll start an interview kind of with him and kind of how he got where he is and and uh, what interesting stuff he has to tell us. Hopefully, he could maybe uh, we can befriend him and he can give us some discounted tattoos. I mean, that's always nice. <laughs> Hey, we can promote him. I got some work. He can be I'm, our sponsor. I got some work that. that I'm trying to get done. I just uh, haven't decided to do it. Exactly. And also, if you guys uh, haven't liked our Facebook page or our Snapchat, you aren't following us. You need to like ASAP. Seriously, like if you're, if, or hell, if you super, if you super support us, uh, you know, and you watched us on Spotify, go ahead and watch us on on iTunes. Watch us for like ten seconds, just enough to get us a view because once we get that thousand. We'll be able to make this a, uh, a very low-income career. And once we get the apron, once we get Squarespace, okay. climb up, eventually if we'll... If we get these companies to sponsor us, we're not the only ones getting something. You guys are getting discounts on tickets, food, internet building. Um, All I'm saying is, if you really support yeah. us, let us let us do this full-time. Let, if us, you support let us make us, more content for you. If you support us, we will support you. How about that? Freaking awesome. Did you just say that? I did. Oh, well, okay. not the support to support you thing, but I am. <laughs> you said the exact same thing. I'm excited for that day, and I don't think it's far. It shouldn't so, be. Even know. though I just got a brand new job, which I started in two Woo-woo. weeks. I'm going to try to sell some vehicles. Heck yes. You know, and uh, and once I get all that started, I will promote myself <laughs> to help oh, myself yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Pay yourself first. Heck yes. That's so, some good life advice. So, real quick, we're going to go uh, grab the our new friend. And uh, we will be back in a second. Gordon. All right, we are back with our buddy Cameron. 
Say hi. Hola. Hello. He's a living canvas guy. Uh, tattoo shop. Tattoo, yeah. Yep. Do tattoos. Yeah, I got a got a big old yin yang and some, uh, some Asian vinyl wrapped around. I got living canvas. Pretty. Yeah. We did that. Well, okay. So the tattoo. I'm not sure the uh, so the uh, the yin yang. I got it five six years ago. I'm not sure who did it. Yeah. Um, the Vago part that wraps around it, I got done in uh, Raton, New Mexico, Whoa. while I was working on it. Okay. So pretty slick. Uh, did a good job. Uh, I also got an infinity knot on my other my other shoulder. Um, not entirely sure who did it. Yeah. But I got done at Little Campus. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. I see me going at Little Campus. Did you really? Who did it? I don't remember. What does he look like, man? Doesn't look bad, no. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know who did it. All good. Anyway, so, yeah, man. So, this guy knows a lot about everything. What made you want to get a tattoo? How'd you start Well, I don't know, man. Like, I kind of was in a weird spot in my life where I needed to fucking actually do something, you know. And I've always been able to draw. So I decided to kind of pursue that. Ended up working at Taco Bell. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, like, I guess it wasn't that long. It was like maybe eight or nine months. Yeah. And then I met this guy named Pete. Pete Team, and he works with me games too. Tattoo as well? Uh, yeah, he's a tattooer. He's my, I guess he's say mentor. Um, he saw some of my drawings and was like, I don't know. Like, I've got an apprentice right now. I don't know if I can really take anybody else on. And then maybe six months later, he fucking, me and Cody. Yeah, Mullins, the guy you work with, right? Yeah, yeah. With the purveyors of the fine establishment. Yeah, he's got yeah, he's got quite a few. Um, but we were going to the shop one day, just to, like I was just going to hang out. It was my day off or something. Yeah. And, uh, <coughs> we were going over there, and he called Cody and he asked uh, if I brought my drawings and stuff. And he said that he wanted to talk to me, so I got on the phone. He's like, "Hey man, uh, do you got all your like drawing stuff and everything?" And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, okay, when you come in here, I kind of want to have a serious talk with you. And I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Good. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I got super stoked. And then I've been just grinding at it ever since. Man. So you didn't have to get a degree or any sort of oh, artistry? No, man. I did like yeah. a traditional apprenticeship. Wow. Had to do dumb shit while I was fucking apprenticing. <laughs> grunt work? Not even grunt work, just dumb shit. So how long did it take from when you got hired to when you, know, you were showing your drawings and all that to when you were actually pressing, you know, needle skin. Oh, tattooing, shit. It was maybe, like, two weeks later. Shit. Oh, wow. Shit, that's fast. Yeah. So, like, real quick. I had done, like, I was a fucking... Have you played with Tattoo Gun before you started? Oh, Tattoo with... Machine. Tattoo Machine. Uh, but, yeah, I had fucking dabbled, I guess you could say. <laughs> I actually tattooed Cody out of the house that we were staying at. <laughs> Is that the, the uh, Teen Titans? It, no, no, no. That was from a dude in the shop, but, uh... The Mario piece that really? he has on his forearm, I did that in the house. That's not bad. That's really good. And then, uh... <laughs> what was your first tattoo, if you don't mind? My first tattoo. My first tattoo you was You got, this, and also the first one you get. My first tattoo was this koi fish that I have on my arm. Like, it's, it's forever ago now. It's like 11 years old. Wow. It's old, yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, I got it when I was... No, it's 10 years. It's 10 years this year. I got it when I was 19. But yeah. So what was the first tattoo you got? The first tattoo I gave. Fuck. Okay. First ink to skin. Oh, Within shit. the business, without the business. I know which I'm... Okay, so the first tattoo I ever did 
was on this girl named Elizabeth in this fucking dumpy ass apartment, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> on a fucking coffee table. Gotta start somewhere. Exactly, that's my point, man. Like, Where was the placement? It was on her leg. Okay, okay. so she just flopped Yeah, I feel like, I feel, dude, I feel like, I guess I don't really feel bad for it, because I didn't really fuck her up, like, but it wasn't good, by any means, dude, it wasn't technically precise, it was just, like, a home job, you know what I mean? It yeah. looked like it was done in a house. And then, what was it? It was a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, this big. Nice, nice. A couple inches? Yeah. Um, fuck, <laughs> yeah, dude, that was it. <laughs> what about your first one in shot? The first one in shot? Professional, one you're actually getting paid for. Oh, I wasn't getting paid during my internship. <laughs> How long did it take for you to get paid? About two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like six months. No, no, wait, wait, okay, so February, this February, this this month, I will have been tattooing for six years. Okay, awesome. So... In June was when I got my license. So that's what, four months? Okay. It'll be four months to get my license. Okay. Um, which, in like, 2020 vision, like you you know, a lot of the tattooing industry really does their apprenticeships for a lot, a lot longer. Yeah. And I. That kind of sucks, but I mean, it's kind of also good for me because I started making money. Because <laughs> I really fucking needed to, so. Whatever, fuck it, I needed to survive. You know what I mean? But, uh. So yeah, what was the first piece? The first piece was on a really good friend of mine named Matt Clemens. Uh, <laughs> he had this like uh, nickname that everybody gave him, which was Sigs. So, Cigarettes. So so we called him Matt Sigs, and he got Sigs down his leg. <laughs> right Specific brand or just? What do you mean? Like did he get Marlboro? Did he get Paul Mall? Did he get like a little Camel? Oh no no no! It was just Sigs. The word Sigs <laughs> down his leg. <laughs> It's just silly. Like, he was down with it, man. Fancy uh, font or just like... No, it was like an old up. school, like, fucking traditional, like, pike lettering. It was pretty cool, though, man. Like, it was so much fun to tattoo one of our, like, really good buddies that I grew up with, so... So was Living the Canvas the first place that you thought you wanted to go? Oh, no, man. I just wanted to go anywhere. I just yeah. wanted to fucking tattoo. Start, yeah. Like, cause that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to learn. And, like, I still want to learn now. Like, that's yeah. what I try to do with every tattoo. I try to learn a little bit more about it, and like, it's not easy, you know. Yeah. Like, you have it's to important. fucking, you, you gotta, gotta, you gotta, do your gotta best focus. Or... Like, you gotta fucking make the customer happy. You gotta be in it. And like, I feel like that's what I try to do every fucking day. That's what I do every day. I try to learn, learn from myself, and then learn from people around you. Like, that's an important part. So, what like one of the worst situational tattoos? Like, where somebody was trying to jump or. Somebody just was not cooperating. Couldn't handle the pain or something? Yeah. Because I know my first tattoo, I was freaking out. Like, oh, it's going to hurt. I, mean, and I, I was like, like a, oh, that's nothing. I have like a kind of decent bedside manner about me. So I can be like, I don't know. I've, I've, I've learned that you can kind of be more of a dick and kind of get your point across if you're just being a dick and smiling. Like, <laughs> for real. Like, it, it fucking works. Like, it's... I learned it from a fucking, like, <laughs> tattooing blog. This dude, I don't know who he was. He's anonymous, but it's, like, Angry Ink. It's just, like, old blog where he fucking goes and talks about his tattooing experiences. I mean, you're the professional here, so yeah. they're going to listen because you've already started. Like, yeah, you need, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I never try to be, like, in the guy in control, man. Like, it's going where you want it to go. Like, I'm trying to make you happy. You do what you want to do. I'm going to give you my input. If you choose to listen to me, it's, good it's up blog. to you. 
Yeah. Like, I, I promise you I'm not going to steer you wrong. You know what I mean? I'm going to put it where you need it. I'm going to put it kind of where you want it because you might have a more skewed view of where that is. You know what I mean? When did you, when, okay, sorry, real quick. When did you start tattooing? I think that you might have actually done my infinity time. Really? I think so, yeah, yeah. I'll show you. I think okay. you might have been the guy that oh, did Oh, shit. It. <laughs> is it bad? It's not bad, is no, it? Man, the only thing that is is just too small. I need to get some wrap around it. Okay, okay, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think you might have been the dude. Actually, if not, you were definitely the dude that did it. A friend of mine named Kelsey's, you, uh, you put a... Uh, Holy shit, I did do that! <laughs> Holy fuck, dude. You also a cross on somebody? Yeah. Cross on an ankle? Yeah. Yep. Dude, that doesn't look bad. It's not bad. It's, that was like... 45 years ago, man. Fuck yeah, dude. But I, just, I need to get some. Uh, Holy shit, I did do that. Yeah, That's some badass. Some lotus or something. Come in, man. Come do yeah. something. I'm having fun, man. Okay. I've been this having this like a really weird, like, uh. I got this work done. Uh, little canvas. Yes. Yeah. That was it. That's badass, dude. Yeah. I dig it, man. I That's need cool. To... That's black as fuck, dude. I need to add more shit. <laughs> that is black. That's a good job, dude. So, real quick, y'all right. can't see the tattoo, but what I really like about the yin yang tattoo that I got done at Living Canvas is, uh, oh shit, are we still running? Okay. Um, so, it was my first tattoo, and I lotioned it too damn much. Mm -hmm. I yeah, conditioned it too well, so there's some, there's some spots that are missing on mm -hmm. the, uh, the black part of the yin yang, but what's cool about that is it almost adds like a little porcelain look. It looks almost intentional. And so, oh shit, yeah, it kind of does, doesn't it? I like it. That's yeah, yeah. I like a shitty one. What was that idea? What does that stand for? JDS, my godfather passed away to his visuals. Where'd you get that done? Ink sling down in Jeff City. Uh, Do not go there. The dude was like, oh man, I don't know what that all, No. How he, long ago was that? It's still really bad. Oh. I was 19. About to be 24. So right in. Yeah. Do you do cover ups? I, I can't to an extent, man. man. Like, I can't. I, I can't. It just depends on, like, if you... The thing with cover-ups is, like, people don't really understand that, like, it's not so much covering up a tattoo. It's distracting away from the covered-up area. Okay. And, like, you have to kind of be... have a certain finesse about it to where you can kind of distract the eye. You know what I mean? Create something new. Yeah. So, like, that one show on whatever network, cover-up guys... Master. Ink Master, yeah. Ink Master's tiny, dude. I'm sure. Really like that show. Now there's another one that guys did cover-ups. Just cover-ups? Oh, yeah, that fucking... Uh, I heard all all they did was... Uh, it was on Spike, too. Yeah, they, they did it all in Sharpie. It wasn't all the... Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> and all in Sharpie, they didn't actually do it? Oh, no, no. Like, they, a week they later, really it washes off? Yeah, that's no way. There's, there's, there's no way. No. That's not right. They, they actually tattooed it. Like, those are real tattoos. <laughs> I, I washed it, like, <laughs> sometimes. I didn't, I didn't watch them, like, religiously or anything, but I saw that a few episodes of yeah. So I got a few questions. Mm -hmm. One. Okay. This is a this is a little deep question. Ten years from now, where do you see yourself? Like, where do you want to be? If you had a choice, where would you be in ten years? That's a long ways. Okay. Still within the industry. Yeah, I've been asked this question a long time. Like, what do I want to do? Oh, now I'm in that coffee yard. Um. Yep. It's hard, man, because I have a three-year-old daughter. Like, my daughter's gonna be three in two months. What's your name? Prince Hadley. Uh, she, like, I want to be around her. So, like, I can't really see myself leaving here anytime soon. So, I was actually talking to this about Cody earlier. Yeah. Or to Cody. Um, like, I want to get to where she's an age where she can, like, not unfairly choose. You know what I mean? Between same with I, or her mother. 
That's a really hard question for me. I don't really know. Okay, well, let's let's switch gears. Like, it's not super hard. Yeah, I I just can't answer it. Honestly, man, like, that's a really hard question for just about everybody. Yeah. Uh, Ten years is a long fucking time. We have only been around for so long, so. Fuck, dude, I've been around for 30 to 10 years. Yeah. Be 30 in July. Happy early birthday to you. So I'll be fucking 40, and those 10 years you're talking about, at the end of it, I'll be 40. That's a lot of fucking time, dude. Yeah. Would you want to open up your own shop? (laughs) You know, I've never really put much thought into that. I'm sure I could run it. I'm not a dumb man by any means. I could figure it out, you know what I mean? But I feel like right now, what I can offer to tattooing is just tattoos. I don't feel like I can offer myself, like, into a business and stuff like that. Just, yeah. I just need to focus on right. art. Enjoy the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you're not. Yeah, exactly. So take a special It's what I love, dude. Fuck. I love it, man. Like, it's my favorite thing on earth. That's insane. Aside from you're my excited kid. to go to work every day. Yeah. I and mean, that's what I want. Yeah. Like, it's my favorite. So, going backwards a little bit, uh, if you were to have an apprentice, which I'm sure you've already had, no? No. No. Okay. So, I didn't even think I would. New question is if uh, if there were people who were wanting to get into your field, kind of do what you do because they're inspired by your work. What uh, what advice could you give them that, that you wish you would have take, taken or perhaps helped them advance just as quickly if not as much faster? Work on your art, like don't even fuck around with trying to go around to places. Get to a point in your art where you know it looks good and you know that it's at a point where you can do something else. Because that's fucking all I do, man. Like, yeah. I sit, whenever I'm not tattooing at the shop, <laughs> anybody in that shop will tell you, too, I'm sitting in the fucking dark. Every fucking day. That's what I do. Yeah. I immerse myself in it. I have to. Yeah, I'm like, obsessive I mean, about it. Like, I'll sit there on Instagram for fucking hours. Hours, dude, just thumbing through tattoos of people that, like, I admire. Just looking for something. You so know then I mean? this is the guy to go to if you happen to be stopping through Missouri because... That's his passion, man. That's what he. That's what he does. At work, outside of work. Mm-hmm. Now, Cameron his tattoos. That's what he does. The owner of the shop knows two like famous tattooers, right? The Van Housens. You know. They're from Germany, I think. They do a lot of uh, yeah. piercing. Oh, the, the Von Cyborg. Yes, the Von Cyborg. Yeah, I talk about them all the time. Holy shit! So what are oh, the, that you dude is fucking crazy, bro. That dude is fucking wild. Him and his wife are wild. Uh, he had an apprentice named Angel, and he worked in the shop for a while. Holy fuck. Yeah, dude, those those cats are wild. Like, what, what are they like? Okay, so they're not from America. Let's start there. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not from America. I think they're from uh, Germany. But uh, they're just so, like, they're so down with American culture. Like, they, they, they want to be in it, you know what I mean? Like, but they don't really quite get it yet because they haven't been going over here for a while. But... They're just, it's cool what they do, man. Like, they're passionate about what they do, too. The, like, body modification and stuff. Yeah. Uh, like, they do, like, the piercing, like, through the back and hang from. Oh, it's just, they do that still there. They don't have, the bonsai boards don't have to be there. Eric does that, I'm pretty sure. He does? Yeah, one of the fucking, uh, one of the owners' name's Eric. And he does suspension. So does that count as a piercing, or is it just, like, an experience? You know, man. That's some holes in the back, man. I've thought about this, man. Can you put a bar through that, or what do you <laughs> So... I've seen this whole thing go down, man. I've I've been around it. I've watched it happen. So, what they do is like it's just a fucking hard ass piercing, man. Like 
they bunch your skin up, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they fucking get it. What they do is they, like, you know, there's, like, sinew in your body. Yeah. You know what I mean? They kind of break that down. It's, like, a little bit of rough massage. You know what I mean? Kind of break that tissue. It's not a bad experience. And then they fucking rip. Oh, I don't want to say ram. Sound barbaric as fuck. They but pierce, like they, they pierce it. Yeah. They pierce through your skin, and then they put a hook in there, man. It's not actually a hook. So it's under like, your muscle, correct? Or how does it? How I do you, don't how think do you it's under your muscle. Rip? I don't think it's under your muscle. How does it hold so, your, your weight? Your skin is like your like crazy like your biggest organ, man. It's your yeah. toughest organ. You know what I mean? Like your your body's not weak by any means. You know what I mean? Like the scientific standard, it's a pretty tough body. You know what I mean? But yeah, they put that through there, and it's like this little bar like this, and it's connected to like a hook like this. Yeah. And you hang from it, and you suspend from it. For like 15 minutes? Like for, for however long they want, man. Just there, just chilling, just yeah, yeah, dude, like yeah, and <laughs> spinning like, around a couple times. Exactly, dude. They do all, they do anything they want to while they're on that fucking hook. Yeah, I, I can see how it'd be a very spiritual, freeing experience. Yeah. Like you're, you're like flying. You're flying like yeah. every way, shape, or form. So yeah. do those piercings stay? Like, would you be able to like, re- <laughs> you, 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 you heal them. Like, and the healing process of those piercings is so fucking crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> you heal them and you get re-pierced. Oh, dude, no, no. Like, it, it gives me this weird feeling in my body because it's just so crazy. So the piercings are so large that they can air can get trapped in there, oh. right? <laughs> so they have to do this thing called expressing, and they have to, like, push air out of it. Like, it's fucking crazy. Ow! <laughs> I, I like I don't want to sound crude or anything, but it sounds like a fucking queef, dude. Like, straight up, it's like, like, <laughs> like the middle of their back. It's like, it's like, what the fuck, dude? You don't want to do that to yourself. It's uh, uh, <laughs> so gross, man. So do that, and then what's after that? It just heals, you know. Like they take yeah, until the next time they want to go. I don't think you can go back into the scar. It's a one-time thing, area. unless you get it. Like, or, or well, just that area, but I'm, like I'm sure, like if you want to go, you got a half inch under it, you can. Like, because my fiance wants to try it, but does she really? Yeah. Does she really? Yeah, she, she wants to hang, dude. Tell she's her obsessed to go, with the bonsai boards. Tell, tell her to go talk to Eric. I mean, if she wants to do that. Yeah. Tattooed from him. Eric doesn't tattoo. Well, from, from Living Canvas, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, if she wants to do, really? Yeah. Trying to think of what all she has. I can't remember. That's all like, this one part I hate about the job, man. Like I do a lot of tattoos. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's hard for me to remember everybody that I tattoo. Especially in, like a college town. Right. Like, yeah. you know, there's so many college towns. You got walk-ins, you got I'm bad at that in the first place anyway, so. so like what's your like, favorite piece of work you've ever done? That's what I was gonna ask. What's the coolest fucking tattoo you've ever done? Oh. I already got my next question lined up, so you just take your time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very hard question. Okay, let me switch it up then. I'll get you closer to where you're going. What is your style? What's your specific tattooing each like? What is your favorite type of tattoos to do? Okay. Close the tunnel. That's a, that's a little better, yeah. My favorite type of tattoos to do are like I've kind of in six years I've been tattooing for a little bit now. Not like super. Comparatively to a bunch of tattoo artists, man, I feel like I'm not shit. Like I, I respect a lot of tattooers in the sense that I'm not there yet. You know what I mean? Like I'm on my way. Like I work really fucking hard. I draw my ass off every fucking day. Um, uh, 
your special team. Like, just draw, like, illustrative. Like, I, I, I tattoo, like, I draw in, like, a more illustrative sense. Like, I'm, like, I guess it would be considered, like, a neo-traditional is what it would be considered, I guess. Like, because it's not quite traditional, but it really uses the fundamental, like, tattooing aspects, like, clean lines, dark shading, solid color, like, an illustrative, like, Lady head, you know what I mean? Like a right. an old school traditional, but not quite old school, like a more modernized, kind of comic booky. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's really good. That's yeah. cool. That's Cody's covering that. Yeah. Um, next question: What is what's the largest piece you've ever done? Or the how the longest lasting tattoo? Oh, the either longest. Way, either My way. tattoo's gonna last forever, bro. <laughs> I put those motherfuckers in there. Like, I'm not, like, I actually really get the compliment a lot that I'm not very heavy-handed. And I appreciate that, because I apply it where it needs to be applied at the, for it to heal well. Yeah, right. Like, and the thing, the thing that sucks about that is because I've always been progressing and progressing and progressing, you know what I mean? I feel like people that I tattooed in my first year are kind of salty now that I wasn't as good as I am now then. Yeah, I mean, it kind of sucks, <laughs> man. Like, good news is they can come to you to retouch it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I just thought people up a lot. What was the longest session you ever did? Six hours. What was it? Like the longest session I ever did was six hours. It was a one-shot tattoo, man. We got that shit done. Uh, it was a big-ass eagle. <laughs> like it was, dude, it was bad fucking ass. It was a big-ass fucking screaming eagle with fucking uh, the 13 fucking arrows in one of its fucking... Yeah. Uh, Grasps in the fucking olive branch and the other, like it was all fucking traditional style. It was awesome. Really cool. How did it turn out? Except what I hear is it, like doing really long it, tattoos. It was fucking rad. It's exhausting on the, on the tattoo, and it's also, you know. You know, man, like I don't feel like that is kind of really exhausting. I'm sitting fucked out. You know what I mean? Like at a certain point, like four hours, and you're like, fuck, man. <laughs> I just want to get this shit done. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fuck, I'm sitting four fucking hours to do this, but uh. I just, I love the act of tattooing, man. It gives me something to fucking clear my mind. Really. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I can fucking just focus it's on It's your therapy, this. man. Yeah, exactly. It's my therapy as much as someone else's. You know what I mean? <clears throat> I feel good about that. I love the feeling of a needle going in your skin. I fucking love it. <laughs> but seriously, though, like... I fucking hate it. Dude. Seriously? I fucking oh, love dude, it. Oh, dude, my relationship with tattoos, man. Love, hate? Fuck. I hate. Like, there's no love fucking to it, man. They hurt so it out, can't receive it, though. Huh? So you can dish it Oh, I can fucking it. receive it, dude. I'll sit there and take that shit, but... What was the most fucking... I hate it. Painful that. tattoo you got? Your palm? That boy right there, dude. Tell me about it. Oh, palm of the fucking hand. Because they can't, they can't see what I'm seeing. What is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. It's palm of the hand. Uh, if you're as much into music as I am, I fucking love music. It's also what I fucking did in high school, man. Like, I never took any art classes. Bass player? Never. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I've never took any art classes. All of my electives in high school, like literally half of my day in all four of my years of high school, is choir. That's all I did. I choir my last semester. It was cool. All so fucking four years. Man. I was in an orchestra. <laughs> Wish I did band, man. I did. I was in fucking uh, chamber choir. I did all that fucking traveling shit, competed and stuff. And that was my shit. I sang a lot. Tenor, cigarettes. Hey, hey. Cigarettes. I'm a. What's in between? Baritone. Baritone, yeah, yeah. basically. I'm I'm like, baritone, too. Yeah. So I was like, oh, but uh, anyway, it's a tattoo. 
the tattoo. I love yeah. fucking music, man. That's in my blood, just the most tattooing is. But, uh, Coheed and Cambria. Yeah, Welcome Home. It's, yeah, oh yeah. That song's great, but there's so many other great songs, dude. Like, I fucking love Coheed and Cambria. It's my favorite band, probably. It's my shit. They're a very creative band. All their fucking songs are correlated into a comic book, which is another fucking thing I love. It's a comic book. Like, Claudio Sanchez writes a fucking comic book that, uh, goes along with the fucking albums. It's a, they're in all their music is concept albums. It's all like it's fucking amazing, dude. I love it. So creative, dude. It's so fucking full of talent, man. Like their their artistry is insane. Like it's fucking insane. Yeah. It's amazing. I love it. I mean, where do you get their comics? Uh, you can get them. Like I would say, so that's their side like, They actually they have, they make yeah comic books. They make and comic they books, make songs. It's called the the Emory Wars. Uh, you can get them on like probably Amazon now. I don't really think they're on too many shelves. I don't think they're kind of old now. But it, are they still then again, I'm not sure. I'm sure they still produce. I'm sure they still do. I'm sure it wouldn't be too terribly difficult to get a hold of it. Um, but yeah, this fucking tattoo, man. It is the only tattoo that I've ever had to like really take a break from. Like I was getting cold and fucking hot and cold and hot and fucking sweaty. Like at one point Pete hands are too clammy to tattoo. No, no, no. At one point Pete was like, "Dude, you okay?" I was like, uh, I think so. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm all right. And he's like, dude, you don't look so good. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong? <laughs> he's like, your skin's like really cold and you're sweating your fucking ass off, man. And I was like, oh, should we take a break? <laughs> he was like, he's like, yeah, I'll try to give it a second. And then I got really fucking dizzy, kind of started seeing top of vision for a second. And it, it was maybe for like five seconds, dude, and snapped right out of it. And I was like, holy shit, dude. I am in some fucking pain right now, dude. Like, it was, oh, dude. Woof! I'm worse than fire, dude. Like, <laughs> if that's what they go through, throwing jutsus out and fucking Naruto, you're <laughs> a hard motherfucker, man. That's what I'm saying, dude. Ugh, it's bad. So what was? I know that I already asked this question, but I'm just curious. What largest piece? Like, the largest like, piece. Largest piece you, what ever, I, you ever did. The biggest piece I've ever done was on uh, a client of mine named Andy. Uh, it's this big old fucking, uh, like you said they were drawing all those fucking tattoos on with Sharpie. Like, I drew it with a Sharpie, and I tattooed it like a design. Oh, it's, over. it's a big uh, Japanese-style sleeve. Um, it's like a fucking squid. With a fucking, uh, like, like, uh, yeah, with a cynical out and everything, and a fucking bunch of finger waves um, up to, like, this rock. And then like a tree inside of it, like a Honda image, etched <laughs> <laughs> into the tree, like a big cherry blossom tree. Was that intentional? Oh yeah, yeah. He told me that he wanted that. He's like, I want this fucking Japanese style tree, fucking Honda symbol in him. I was like, bet. Let's fucking do it, dude. That'd be fun. So how much time does it take to prepare for the tattoo? Like drawing it out, making sure they're okay with it, redrawing it, making sure they're okay with it. Oh man, What's I'm kind of a lazy fuck. Like, <laughs> Is this okay? Uh, <laughs> I hate to be so blatantly fucking. Self-deprecating, but like I'm a lazy fuck when it comes to tattooing sometimes or to drawing sometimes because I do it so often, but I draw what I want to draw. You know what I mean? So I'm drawing something that has nothing to fucking do with the tattoos I'm doing that are that I have coming up. So like perfect example, I have to do this fucking tattoo tomorrow when I have it. Like I mean, I've got it drawn up, but it's not like finalized. But I also like to do that because why get a final drawing when they haven't seen the tattoo yet? Yeah, you know what I mean. So. To get their feedback first before I put it in yeah. like solid wine stain, so it's all just a red pencil drawing on that thing. 
Um, but yeah, I kind of I'm fly by my seat. Man. <laughs> like, so I'll I'll draw a tattoo up like sometimes like 20 minutes before anything. Uh, hey, but if it's good enough, it's good enough. Yeah, I've, I've come, become pretty good at drawing, working at a street shop like this. I guess we do college town. Yeah. Like, when it's something that's not like too mind-blowingly difficult or anything, it's just like okay, let's go. Like, it's really fun. Like, I I actually really enjoy doing walk-ins. Like, that's what makes people happy. You know what I mean? Like, they want this little walk-in with an idea that come yeah. out with a piece of yeah. yeah, exactly. It's always was an idea. Yeah. And like I treat walking just the same as I do any appointment. Yeah. Like I will put the time in. Like if something needs to be drawn, drawn. Like if something needs to be like fucking on point. Like I'll take my time with it. Um, but if it's like an infinity sign or something like that. Yeah. Like dude, I've done. Or <laughs> cross. Like yeah, something like that, dude. Like. That's a five minute tattoo. I've just taken. <laughs> I've just done those so often. Like the muscle memory is there. Like. I know exactly where to go with my hand. I know what I'm doing. You know? That's the good part about working in a street shop, too. You can make your money that way. The money is a good side effect for me. Like, I can do without money. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, anybody can. Yeah, like, if I wasn't making money, I'd be doing it. If I had a job. If I had a job. Yeah. And didn't get paid for that, I'd have some Yeah. Well, has anybody ever given you free range? Just oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I've always wanted to do that. Like, dude, if you give me free range, you're not going to get a bad tattoo. I fucking promise you. Because I've always wanted to do that. Like, that's when I am at my best, dude, because it's something that I want to do. Like, like I said, dude, I'm sitting there drawing stuff that I want to draw all the fucking time. All the goddamn time. And I never fucking ever get to tattoo it, dude. Like, I don't know why. Like, because so it's badass shit. But. What's your go-to draw? Like, for me, when I'm... When I'm bored at work, create circle. When I start drawing, I usually start drawing uh, like bodies, figures. I start drawing like faces. What is what is the thing that you like? Mm, fuck if, it. if I gave you pen and paper, what would be the first thing you fucking draw? Yeah, your go to. A rose. Uh, a rose. Oh, that was all that. Oh fuck yeah. So like this infinity symbol one that I have, I want to get kind of like an iron lotus. I don't know if that's the right word for it. But I want to be like a kind of a, a metal looking, lots of petals around it. Yeah. Like I just like flowers, man. Like you know, it sounds like uh, I don't even say I don't even get tattoos like a gender thing. Like it's either feminine or masculine. Like that's it. It does just matter. that's just an art perspective. You know what I mean? Right? That's just the way it makes someone feel. So like I tend to be better at doing feminine tattoos because a lot of the tattoos that come in are females. Because right? women like tattoos that makes them feel good. You know what I mean? Like I mean, it makes me feel good. I love fucking getting tattooed, but like. I hate it, but I fucking love it, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're my tattoos. And... Yeah. So, roses. I love them, dude. I love roses. Specifically, yeah. like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. I also draw, like, weapons and shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. In a future episode, if you're down for it, Cody and you are both, like, super into comics. We know a whole lot about it. Have stuff to fucking talk about. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Nerd out. Hell yeah. I don't know a lot about comic books. I mean, all I know is this game that Cody plays called Teacups, or it's called, like, uh... uh Cuphead. Cuphead, man. Yeah, that's tight. It's just tight. I should uh, be, like, seven cups in the game one night. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, I heard that's hard as fuck, too. Yeah. It's, like, one of those difficult games. It's, like... It's different. It's different from most games. It's more of, like, a... It's, like, an algorithm, well, man. It's no, when the, you push the buttons... When yeah, you jump, it's, like, RNG it's and shit, probably, too. Like, I'm sure there's a, a modicum of RNG in there, isn't there? 
is it all random every time? Or like a no, no, pattern it's a specific pattern. Okay. Everything. Yeah. Everything's set. But I know, one thing I know about that game is that it's all fucking hand-drawn, and that is fucking awesome, dude. Every bit of that was drawn by hand. It's a really cool computer game. Uh, is it on other consoles, though? I think it's on Xbox. I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox. But it looks tight as fuck, too. Everything was hand-drawn. It's cool. It's all old-timesy, and they got the cool music piano going in the background. Got that 50s kind of fucking, uh, fucking old-school black-and-white Mickey on the fucking tugboat shit. Oh, kind of like that. It's really cool. It's Nice. That'll be for a future episode. Yeah, that'd be um, tight, man. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Have you got any other questions? I'm trying to think. I'm like, I have everything. I'll say, if not, I got a penis. I'm going Alright, man. Well, this is Cameron from uh, Little Canvas. He's a dude, especially with the what you say, Neo. Neo, Neo traditional. Neo traditional. I mean, I can. Like, I've been trying to dabble in everything, man. Like, I did a pretty decent. Uh, I did a pretty badass black and gray wolf, wolf tat the other day. Uh, but I've, I've actually been trying to do that more. I've been trying to fucking branch out and stuff like that. Trying to kind of become well-rounded. Why does it just get stuck on a plateau? You know what I mean? Like, right. I need to fucking expand. Right. For sure. I'm working real fucking hard at that. Trying to do that. Yeah, man. Okay. Um, well, go ahead. If you guys are in Columbia, make sure to check him out at Living Canvas in downtown Columbia. Again, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, look us up on Spotify, Google Play. What was that other one that randomly popped up? SoundCloud. What else we got? Square box, uh, whatever square. the fuck it's called. And anything and everything. If you if you can look up Midnight Coffee Hour, we're on it. Uh, Facebook. Like we said earlier, as soon as we get a thousand views total, we can go ahead and get sponsored. Get you guys some discounts with uh, what was that? Geek, Geek Seat, Seat Geek, Seat Geek, Blue Apron. Eventually we get Blue Apron, Squarespace, everything. Type shit. Eventually it'll be able to uh, give us something we can provide you full time, and you'll be able to get some discounts on a lot of shit. So. Uh, stoked, stoked for that. Thank you for showing up, man. Yeah, man, for sure. Thank you very much. For sure. Appreciate it. Yep. Let's get All back right. to the party, yeah? Let's do it. And we will see you guys next time.